before we get started, we want to recognize... Oh, yeah. That this is the first episode of... Season six. Season six. Of, of the Fierce Marriage Podcast. Of the Fierce Marriage Podcast. However, this is the second time we've recorded it. <laughs> it's the second time we've recorded it. <laughs> Hopefully the third time is not a charm, because I don't want to record it three times. Once, yeah, once but on we'll a blue moon, we have too. a technical hiccup of which we cannot recover. Oh, man. Over, yeah. So we had that happen. Um, and then we skipped a week on the podcast because it was our anniversary. So big day. Yeah. Especially for married people, Season right? six, episode one, 19th anniversary Woo-hoo. for for us, which by the way, welcome if you've not met us. My name is Ryan. <laughs> this is my lovely wife, Selena. We are the Fredericks. Been married 19 years and we've been, for the last nine or so, we've been just doing stuff like this, just sharing open Crazy. and honestly the goodness of Christ as we've seen it in scripture, as we've seen him work in our marriage. Nine years. And, we're, and we're here to do it as long as the Lord wills it. <laughs> Sorry. I'm so just... today, uh, today that was an unusual intro, but here we are, season six. Today we're talking about, we're launching season six with the dangers of DMs. The DM dangers. The dangers of DMs. <laughs> and you know what? They're not, they're not as benign as you might think. Well, what is a DM? They are malignant. <laughs> a DM is a direct message. Just in case. In a private context. In some app, online, whatever. We're going to talk it's about a virtual, that. virtual, private area. Okay, that's not how I, I would have worded <laughs> it, but we'll see you on the other side. <laughs> virtual, private space. That's what you said the last time. <laughs> virtual, private area. <laughs> yes, I'm keeping it. I I'm keeping, keeping it. it. <laughs> virtual, private space. Yeah, so... This is a this is a touchy topic. Yeah. Uh, I think because people get defensive because they kind of they struggle to see uh, the balance between being a, a complete and utter prude, <laughs> which which at I, least you're prob- safe. At least you're me. safe. <laughs> I, I don't like even have Instagram me. anymore, but not for that reason. But I just it's too well, distracting. Well, the so- social media is the wild wild west. Matter, yeah. So it's you know they're really they're I feel like they're just now starting. I know there have been some you know age age laws and things that they're trying to pass for different apps and platforms and whatnot but it still is hard to Mm -hmm. manage and so you as an individual as a believer as a married person is it okay for you to dm someone of the opposite gender who is not your spouse the opposite sex yeah So, so is that okay is it acceptable or should we just Keep a cut ties. Keep a cut long, you know. Don't touch it with a barge pole. Just keep it far off in the distance. Don't talk to the. I don't talk to girls, and you don't talk to boys. <laughs> Is that it? Is that it? Uh, we're gonna talk about that today. So let's start. Let's start in scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ephesians five, verse fifteen, on through seventeen. Look mm. carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Because the days are evil. Mm-hmm. And so are the DMs, I would say. <laughs> well, I think that the problem with DMs is that we feel like they are harmless. You still initially feel seen, right? You still, like, I'm not hiding this. I'm maybe, maybe it begins with a, a like, a comment, or a question. Somebody is, an old friend from high school is asking you a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you kind of find yourself being a little too familiar with them and, and you, you're frequently DMing them. And so how do you, where's the line there? Where is, how do we know that there is a line? Where is it? And have we crossed it? 
Yeah. Uh, those are kind of the questions we're going to hover over today. I will say this. There is one particular fan of mine. It's this woman. She slides into my DMs almost daily. Mm-hmm. And the stuff she sends. <laughs> I, send you funny, I send you funny things because that's all you send me. I send you hilarious things. <laughs> hilarious things. Right. Okay. And or birds of prey doing things that yes. birds of prey do. Why wouldn't you? They're I incredible. Love those things. Selena is Dwight, by the way. She is so, Dwight. She and- loves fire trucks and she loves. <laughs> I pray when I see fire trucks and, and she ambulances. And she gets Thank super, super jazzed about birds of prey. What's your favorite bird of prey? Sorry. I got to know. I don't know. It's a mix between like. <laughs> Falcons, owls, and like eagles, because a falcon you can actually like train to be yours. Owls are just amazing. <laughs> Get out of here. I love that you're and like. And eagles are just incredible. We see a lot of them around here. It's a mixture between these. <laughs> what I are your it. favorite birds of prey? Oh, man. Okay. Uh, uh, osprey. They're awesome. Okay. Awesome prey is what I call it. So them. say you're DMing somebody of the opposite sex about their favorite birds of prey. <laughs> Thank you for bringing <laughs> that back around. Seems harmless, right? Seems harmless. However, uh, one of the biggest dangers we see and we've been you know, told is that it really is a slippery slope. It goes too far, too fast. Uh, like sin, it can carry you a little bit... Uh, a lot further than a you want to go. A lot further than you want to go, right? right. Um, the other piece I think that is a big danger with particularly to direct messaging, having to do particularly with direct messaging is that things can get lost in translation. So there can often be Mm. a misinterpretation of what you're actually trying to communicate because tone, body language, that kind of thing. Although we have emojis, right? (laughs) But some of us are better at it than others. Right. Um, Things can get lost in translation and just misinterpreted. And all of a sudden, Maybe someone misinterpreted something and then you feel awkward to call them out and saying, well, that's not really where I was going. And so you kind of either play into it or you just ghost them. And (laughs) that's usually the safest way to go, I think, but maybe not. So, yeah, you know, okay. So here is actually a real example, aside from the woman who constantly DMs me (laughs) named Selena. Uh, Actually, so you'll post most often the the messages that i get which by the way if you've messaged me which is not likely because no one does but i thought you said a lot of people do on fierce marriage they do but personally and and our team manages a lot of that but um i so i'll post a funny story or i'll repost something that selena posts now my instagram feed is full of like cats uh, cat well no it's full of heavy machinery monster trucks now I've got a good number of birds of prey coming through because I wanted some <laughs> stuff to show off to my, my lady friend. <laughs> um, and then I, I have a lot of office memes. And so I'll post something that's really funny and to my story and people will respond. And when you respond to a story, it ends up in a DM. A yeah. DM. And so I'll like, like their response or say something and they'll say, ha, oh, this is hilarious. Did you see this quote? And sometimes that's a, a woman doing that. And it's all in good fun. It's not, doesn't, it hasn't gotten down the slippery slope yet. And, sh- and maybe that person will ask, hey, did you see this? Or did you see, did you see this meme? And they'll send it. And I'll be like, that's great. Thanks for sharing. And ho- hopefully that's the end of it. Right. But that can start if if I can see how if you're unguarded in that mm-hmm. in that instance. This person shares your, your sense of humor. Right. You're laughing around the same things. You're already kind of, you have somewhat of a relationship built on the backdrop of the things you find mutually right. funny. Right. And uh, I could see how if you were just had the smallest inclination to to watch that 
kind of bend out of, mm-hmm. you know, be distorted into something wrong, it would be so, so easy. Mm-hmm. And so for that reason, I almost never respond to uh, fem- female DMs, which mm-hmm. again, they're not frequent. Right. Um, yeah. And so and I think that's probably a good idea. So we'll go down this again. So we had dangerous DMs, slippery slope. That's kind of what I was just talking about. Lost in translation that you can misinterpret things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the perceptions mm-hmm. of the circumstances. So no matter how well you try to explain yourself, if someone comes to in like, to, yeah, to your spouse, right? If, if all of a sudden, like you, you're having a hard time and, and, you know, we'll talk about the phone drop test in a minute, but she says, Hey, I noticed, you know, on your phone, you, you left it open or whatever. And I saw these DMS between who is this woman, right? Or who is this man? <laughs> Brittany. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry if your name's Brittany. <laughs> I don't know why he said that. <laughs> no, um, who is this? And you're like, well, it's, it's nothing. And Boston, they start scrolling through the conversation. They're like, doesn't look like nothing. No matter the what. The fact you, that you had to even bring up a question though. That's the thing. This is true. And the fact that you're saying, oh, it's nothing. Oh gosh. There's already some, <laughs> there's already traction yeah. there. And it's clearly not nothing. It may not be right. something. <laughs> but, but it's, it's not, not nothing. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah. the perception of the circumstances, just avoiding that at all costs. Uh, it's just not worth, you know, right. the unity of your marriage. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just not worth it. So, uh, the fourth one. So the fourth danger of DMs. Right. Uh, there's just practical considerations. And here it is. What good could possibly come of it? Of a private message with someone of yeah. the opposite sex. And here's what we're not saying. Maybe we should have said this sooner, but we're not saying you can't have friends of the opposite sex. That's not a biblical thing to say. Like, Because the body of Christ has men and women in it, and men and women have complementary gifts. And yeah. Brother, in the sister, church, Brother and sister. Like there are relationships to be had, but it's in a private... That. Yeah private conversational space online, what good can possibly happen with that? That couldn't also happen if you include one of your spouses, right. if you include another man or another woman. So it's a, you know, so it's multiple people in there and you, and there's accountability in that. So, and I would contend that there's not anything mm-hmm. that, that can uniquely and only happen in a, in a one-on-one DM between a man and a woman in any sort of Christian capacity that would be necessary or beneficial. Or yeah. beneficial. Um, so, and then the fifth one, this one to me, it just occurred to me and I wanted to include it, but you know how like when, when you, so I have, I think my messages are set to private, but if you start having a conversation with somebody, however they get in there, whether you don't have any sort of barriers between the internet and you, which I don't recommend, you'd want to have some sort of like conversational barrier there. Mm-hmm. The internet is weird. People will send you stuff just directly. So if you've accepted their, their message request or whatever, and now you're going back and forth, there's virtually nothing that they can't just put in front of your face mm-hmm. via images, via videos, mm-hmm. via whatever. And so you basically, you're leaving yourself wide open. You're giving somebody out in the ether, whether you know them before or not, you're giving them a direct kind Mine, of pipeline yeah. into yeah. your eyes, into your mind, and even into your heart. Um, and so that to me is, is there's no boundary there. Right. Right. So that's a huge red flag. Um, so, and again, this is not to, not to be prudish, not to be legalistic or moralistic. This is really about preserving the unity of our marriage. This is about preserving the love and the depth yeah. and the intimacy and our covenant that we have committed to one another. There's no one on the internet that I want to talk to that I would risk any level of trust or intimacy that we have. There, There's no mm. one. There never will be. I can say that confidently. So... 
God has given us instruction in Ephesians 5, we see that, you know, and throughout the whole Bible, especially in Psalms and Proverbs about acting foolish, uh, letting your tongue just go wild or, you know, having no restraint. And so the importance of restraint and boundaries, again, is not to crush your social experience, experience, right? It's not to crush it, but it's actually to preserve your marriage in order so that it may flourish. So a few marital rules of thumb. Uh, yeah. to help ensure our unity and the integrity of our covenant. Um, it boils, all of these boil down to it's their safety in numbers. So direct yeah. messaging is just never a good idea one-on-one with someone who is of the opposite sex. That's the first rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. So no DMs, no texting, one-on-one between the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. If I've got a surprise or something, this is one caveat, uh, and I want to coordinate with one of Selena's lady friends because let's just be honest like lady friends that sounds so <laughs> one of my what's better than that nothing's better my than that. godly Girl. sisters in christ i'm not gonna say that i could say that <laughs> i'm not gonna say that okay one of her friends if i'm trying to coordinate with one of your godly sisters in christ <laughs> your girlfriends okay one of your lady friends <laughs> and all of the guys that like their husbands who i'm friends with they're not great at that sort of thing and so what i would do is text him and her and they would both be in on it and it would be all in the up and up that to me is a really easy, quick solution. If you don't know their spouse personally, uh, then find another way. Yeah. Write absolutely. a letter. Well, maybe don't write, <laughs> don't write a letter. That's the old timey version of DMs. <laughs> so don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm confident that you'll be able to figure that out. Um, another rule of thumb. You mentioned this, the phone drop test. Yeah. What is it? So kind of a standard in our marriage is that anytime, any place, anywhere, uh, he or I can ask each other to drop our phones Obviously, we have the codes to all of it. We can unlock and get into everything, and we can check anything we want whenever we want uh, at any time. And that's kind of just been the standard. I don't know that we ever <laughs> I was gonna have. Say. Um, but again, it's 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 a boundary that's in place in order for the flourishing of our covenant, and yep. we don't have to get close to it to know that it's it works, right? We people. Uh people will get their feathers ruffled over that one because they're like, what about my privacy? What about my personal privacy? And I always want to say, well, you don't have any privacy in your marriage. Like mm-hmm. that's that's first and foremost, you shouldn't have privacy from Well, that's spouse. not privacy. I mean, that's secrecy, <laughs> right? Okay, so, so be it. Um, the second thing is, um, it's not about the, the person being suspicious and, and untrusting of you right. and them inspecting you. It's about you saying, I have nothing to hide, yeah. right? Those Absolutely. who have nothing to hide, hide nothing. Absolutely. And it's in the spirit of saying, listen, yeah, anytime. I have nothing to hide from you. Um, now, if I had something to hide, okay, you have two options. You either say, I'm not down with the phone drop test. Mm-hmm. Or you say, listen, I've been hiding this from you. Yeah. I don't like that I've not been known by you in this way. That's right. a separate conversation from today's podcast, but that's the point of the test is it keeps us transparent with one another. Right. Well, it kind of plays off of this next one that if anything does become questionable, bring it to your spouse immediately. Don't hide it. Don't delay. Mm. Resist the urge. Bring it into the light. As John, this book, but book of John says, walk in the light as he is in the light. Bring it out because uh, yeah. nothing good can come from hiding anything in the darkness. Yeah. So if you have your spouse... If you or your spouse have been dealing with something like this, first repent, repent to God, repent Mm -hmm. to one another, uh, check out some of our episodes on rebuilding trust. There's quite a few there. Um, again, breaking the breaking of trust, uh, it has many different layers, many different levels. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you kind of have to 
go at it from whatever level of trust that's been broken. Uh, there's plenty of books and resources out there. Um, if you or your spouse has been have been dealing with something like this and there's been some breaking of trust, uh, first of all, go repent. Repent to God. Repent mm. to one another. Uh, bring it into the light. Live in the light. Uh, check out some of the episodes on rebuilding trust because, uh, and trust again, it, it can be broken at different levels. And so finding, you know, where you guys are at, um, don't hide, expose it, trust that God will use it for his glory, uh, and your good and be willing to do what needs to be done to get you back in unity, mm. to get you back, uh, feeling safe, secure, uh, having that integrity and trust, uh, within your marriage. So we want to center this around some some scriptures. We started with Ephesians five, reading some passage, some verses out of that. But we also want to just uh, kind of round out this. Okay, so DMs is definitely not something that you see mentioned directly in scripture. We have to infer what is wise. Mm-hmm. We have to infer what is going to honor. Yeah, discern the Lord. What yeah. is going to honor one another? What is going to honor your brother or sister on the other end of that right. DM? Right. And so we're going to just go through some verses here that compel us to think. Dis- with discernment, and discernment biblically. First yeah. Corinthians ten twenty three. Do all things with the glory of God. All things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful, but not all things build up. Mm. Let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. DMing somebody and hiding scrupulously yeah, is, is not thinking of your neighbor of your neighbor's good. It's thinking of your own good, your own selfish good. Right, not good proper, but good as in my selfish good. Hmm. Romans fourteen nineteen. So then, let us pursue what leads to peace and to mutual edification. Mm. I'll just let these verses just sit on their own. Uh, Romans fifteen two. Each of us should please his neighbor for his good to build him up. First Corinthians eight twelve. It's similar to the earlier 6, passage. Excuse me, six twelve. Everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible for me but I will not be mastered by anything. I think that's another kind of red flag or trigger if you're finding yourself running off to answer a DM, running off to go check something, Mm -hmm. running off to continually entertain this. You know, it it is becoming sin. It's becoming enslaving. Hmm. Uh, You're being mastered by it. Then it is clearly not beneficial, even though it may be permissible for you to talk to someone else. Uh, through a DM, but yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't we don't want to stand on the edge of a on the edge of a cliff and then wonder why the slightest breeze blew us over the edge, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and I guess I, some of the final encouragements here of just this is a worthy boundary that we should fight for, right? Out of love for our spouse, out of uh, our desire to glorify God and to live within the obedience that he's commanded again mm. because we love him because we are so grateful for uh, the work that he has done through Christ John 13:34 through 35 uh, Jesus says a new commandment i give to you that you love one another just mm. as i have loved you you also are to love one another by this all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another wow wow um yeah so here are some closing challenges Mm-hmm. to consider some closing questions, I should say. Um, if you are feeling challenged, you're feeling frustrated, uh, or you're still wanting to question whether or not you should be mm. sliding into those DMs, mm. right? Um, then we just ask you to think honestly about why. Why is that something that you want to mm. do so badly? I mean, if you can easily say, well, I want to do it because she's cute, 
and uh, and I feel it makes me feel good about myself that a person like that would want to respond to me, or I want to do it because I want I used to know her from school or whatever, and I want to reconnect. Why is that going to help you? Yeah, how is that going to help? How is you? that beneficial? How yeah. is that not uh, so in some in some way mastering you mm. in that case? When mm-hmm. what? And, and here's another question. What's wrong with your marriage that is compelling you to go to those places to find those things? Right. Or what? Are, what's? How are you viewing your marriage? Maybe and there isn't both and wrong. it yeah, could be both and. one or both of those things. Right. And so, like that's not a like we can't just sit here and tell you this and 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 just expect you to you know if you have to pray over these things, let the Holy Spirit convict. You know what? And you know, I'm fairly confident that this is wisdom. Mm-hmm. I'm fairly confident that if an emergency did happen and you needed desperately to DM a person of the opposite sex to somehow relay emergency information or to save someone's life or to like, that would probably be okay. Mm-hmm. Like that's not, that's not like this is a hard and fast thing. It's the other instances that we're, we're asking you to, to right. think honestly about. Um, another question, yeah. a challenge given this conversation is, does your spouse feel loved? Mm-hmm and sacrificed for and edified by the conversations you're having with the people you're DMing with. Hmm. There's another side to this too. Um, and it's not maybe the opposite sex conversation has been the, the majority of this podcast, but there is a, a sense in which DMs between people of the same sex can also go pretty sour. And I don't mean necessarily in sexual ways. I mean, I'm talking about coarse joking. I'm talking about how it is mastering you, maybe taking mm. too much of your time. Yeah. Talking about the types of, things and content you're sharing hmm. it's good it's good um those can also be equally as destructive yeah i think to the work that god might be trying to do in your heart yeah. if you are continually to continuing to joke coarsely or to strive after things that financially that you just you you and your wife for you have discussed that we are not going to do those things or we can't afford those things right now um how is that how is that helping you how is that actually building your unity really Mm -hmm. it's providing more division uh if anything so yeah yeah so try to think wisely about this stuff if you're um yeah so if you're feeling convicted we can't we can't enact the change in your own heart but we would pray that the lord uh convicts you as he sees fit through this um if you're just watching this or hearing this and you've never listened to an episode before one of the things we like to do at the end of it is we like to remind people why we do this Mm -hmm. and that's and why we're even even still married. It's because of the goodness and grace of Christ and the, the, the love of God that has, was made manifest in him, that was exemplified in him, and now has been given to us through mm-hmm. uh, the third person of the triune God, the Holy Spirit himself. And if that all sounds like Christianese weird speak to you, that's fine. The bottom line is this. God loves you, and he's proven it to you through sending his son to die the death. We should have died. Mm-hmm. And he didn't stay dead. He rose again unto life and conquered death so that we might be raised with him again when he returns. Uh, and that is the good news. That's the gospel, that you are loved by God and he's proven it in Christ. And we want to invite you into placing your trust in him, mm-hmm. saying, Jesus, I can't earn your love. I just have to receive it. I can't earn my salvation. It has to be given to me by grace. And that grace comes when I believe that you are the Savior mm-hmm. that you claimed to be. If you want to know more about that, go to thenewsisgood.com. That'll get you on the path toward becoming a Christian, finding a good church. We pray that you would take that step. Let's pray. Father God, uh, 
thank you for loving us. Thank you for helping us hash through some of these gray areas of life and even marriage. I pray that you'd help us live as people who are wise, not as unwise, but knowing that the days are evil, counting our days, understanding that we are called to live out a otherworldly wisdom. It may be counter to maybe what the culture is telling us is okay. And you know what? That's, all, that's okay, because you're not calling us to live mm. according to cultural wisdom. You're calling us to live according to your wisdom. I pray for the husbands and the wives who are uh, struggling in whatever area of their marriage that you might strengthen them, bring them closer to you and closer to one another. Lord, tra- change their hearts. You are in the business of changing hearts. We trust you to do that. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. If, uh, if you're still watching, thank you so much. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. If you're listening, do the same thing, but in the app of your choice. And thank you to our patrons yeah. who have supported us and gotten us thus far and continue to support us. If that's something you'd like to do, uh, we just ask that you pray about it and consider it mm. and be in unity about whatever decision you make. Uh, you can go to fiercemarriage.com slash partner. Nailed it. Yes. Nailed it. I don't do the marketing side of this. I always <laughs> love when Selena does the, the, the request because more people become patrons when she does that. <laughs> Just saying. They love that salty and sweet. Oh, Oh, what a treat. Oh, yes. Well, Selena Frederick, my best friend. Saltiest best friend. (laughs) Okay. Moving on. Close this this show I will say that Selena, you know, we're pregnant, and Selena, your saltiness isn't quite as salty when you're pregnant. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to hold it together, okay? (laughs) Just trying to keep this brain firing and... Okay. Yeah, keep okay. everything firing all right, on all well, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this episode of F- the Fierce Marriage Podcast. This episode is... In the can. We'll see you again in about seven, ta- seven, seven days. <laughs> Until next time. Stay fierce.